This is the Old Radio Show's podcast. You see on Valentine's Day when you were a little girl, Mom? Oh, sure. In fact, if you look at this morning's paper, there's a picture of a Valentine made in 1847, over 100 years ago. Well, but I know what it said. America's finest silver plate is 1847 Rogers Brothers. <laughs> America's finest silver plate is 1847 Rogers Brothers. From Hollywood, International Silver Company, creators of 1847 Rogers Brothers Silver Plate, presents The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, starring America's favorite young couple, Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. Attention, all husbands. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. A little Valentine music. Professor, if you please. <laughs> That's not exactly what I had in mind. Ah, that's more like it. Valentine's Day. Ah, me... At the home of the Nelsons at 1847 Rogers Road, they're already at work on Operation Valentine. At least David and Ricky are. Now what do I do, David? You do the same with a valentine as you do with a letter. Put it in the envelope and seal it. It doesn't have any sticky stuff. Let me see it. <laughs> there isn't any there. I got cheated, huh? What do you expect for a five-cent valentine? You sure are a cheapskate. Five cents for a valentine. Well, it's only for a girl. <laughs> You'll think a lot more of girls when you're my age. I paid a dime for this one. That's a lot of money, boy. When you pay that much, boy, a girl knows you don't mind spending money on her. You don't, but I do. When are you going to pay me back that dime? <laughs> You'll get it. Hey, Mom, where's that bottle of glue? Right there in the big desk. What do you want glue for? There's no sticky stuff on my envelope. Oh, are you sending a valentine, too? Yeah, to Mary Lou Benson, a girl. <laughs> I gathered as much as the Mary Lou gave it away. <laughs> Would you like to read it? Yeah, let's see what it says. Oh, Ozzie, you shouldn't read his valentine. Well, for goodness sakes, Harriet, I'm his father. Roses are red. Yeah, I always like that. <laughs> Violets are blue. We have a bulldog looks like you. <laughs> You're sending this, Ricky? Uh-huh. Well, that isn't very nice, Ricky. Comic valentines are all right, but we have a bulldog looks like you. That's not nice for a little girl. Oh, Ricky doesn't know anything. Here, read my valentine. It's a real nice one. I paid a dime for it. You keep out of it. <laughs> Here, let's see it, David. Oh, this is a pretty one. I talk to a dove, and here's what he thinks. In the chain of your love, I'm one of the links. That's very nice. That's kind of a disappointment. The end there. Well, I think it's a lovely valentine. Oh, it's delightful. You keep quiet. 
I talked to my brother, and here's what he thinks. His girl wears perfume, and boy, I should... Never mind. <laughs> That's a lovely verse, David. Who's it for? Eleanor Smith. She's the prettiest girl in class. Do you like my Valentine's song? Yeah, I guess it's all right, David. Only thing, there's nothing unusual about it. Oh, it's a beautiful Valentine, David. Ozzie, don't discourage him. Well, I'm not trying to discourage him, Harriet, but if he's going to impress the prettiest girl in his class, he's got to do something a little unusual. What would you suggest, Pop? Well, when I was your age, I used to get some red paper and tin foil, glue and stuff, and make my own Valentine. Now, the girls kind of like that unusual touch. Well, if I were a little girl, I'd be very happy with your Valentine, David. Well, sure. I'm just trying to help him along, Harriet. You know darn well, out of all the Valentines you got from different guys, mine are the only ones you have left. That's right, dear. See, you saved them. The others lacked originality. You didn't want them anymore. That's why I burned them. <laughs> Hi, Oz. Oh, hello, Barney. I, uh, I hate to seem impetuous, Oz, but I can't wait. Here's a Valentine from me to you. Read it now so I can watch your face. Oh, Thorny, cut it out. No, I'll read it. I paid a dime for it. <laughs> You're a little bit of heaven. You're a little ray of sun. You're a darling boy, an angel. You're an awful lot of fun. You're all that's good and wonderful. You're a welcome sight to see. You're this and more to everyone. But you're just a bum to me. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Oz. That isn't yours. My mistake. That one's my brother-in-law. I bought a special one for you. Got it here someplace. Oh, that's all right, Tony. I'm probably better off with the one I just read. Oh, by the way, Oz, have you bought Harriet's present yet? No, not yet. Why? I wouldn't wait too long if I were you. I just out at Thompson's candy store, and they're running pretty low on Valentine boxes. Oh, is that what you've got all wrapped up there? Yeah, and it's a beauty. Here, isn't that pretty? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's real nice. The only thing, though... Well, frankly, Thorny, it's not very unusual. I don't get you. Well, just look at it. It's very pretty, but it's a red heart-shaped box with To My Valentine inscribed on it. Well, naturally, Oz, that's what it's for. Valentine's Day. I may be wrong, but I think women like something a little more unusual than that. You think so? What are you going to give Harriet? Well, I don't know yet. I haven't decided, but I promise you it won't be candy. It'll be something that shows a little more thought and imagination. Like what? Well, as I say, I'm not sure yet. In fact, I'm on my way down to the store now to pick out something. Oh, here's your Valentine, Oz. I knew I had it here someplace. It's called To My Next Door Neighbor. I made it up myself. Oh, good for you. May I read it? Oh, yeah, sure. To My Next Door Neighbor. I like you, next door neighbor. I do, I do, I do. Next door neighbor, I like you. I do, I do, it's true. I like you, next door neighbor. It's true, I do, I do. I do, it's true, it's true, I do, I do, I do, like you. <laughs> oh, thank you, Barney. That's very thoughtful. Well, I like you, Oz. I do, I do, it's true, I do, I do, I do, I do, like you. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Same to you, Barney. <laughs> Can I help you, sir? Uh, yes, miss. I'm trying to find something for my wife for a Valentine's Day. Do you have any suggestions? Well, I'll do my best. Do you know the sizes of some of the things she wears? Well, her, her feet are small, about 
Oh, she puts them against my back at night. They're about my waist up to here. <laughs> Very cold. They're glove size. Let's see. Oh, about medium-sized hands, I should say. Because she's wearing her nails a little shorter now. They're about medium. Her stocking size is about about the same size as yours, I think. Medium height. I think that's a pretty good description of her. You get any ideas from that? Well, how about a box of candy? <laughs> no, you see, I want to get her something unusual. Something that she wouldn't expect on Valentine's Day. I see. Maybe our Mr. Bigelow can help you. Uh, which one is he? That man over there at the next counter. A very good-looking, distinguished man. Wearing a blue serge suit. Blue serge. Oh, 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 yes, I see. Doesn't he have a wonderful face? So strong. Oh, look, he's smiling. <laughs> that little dimple always shows in his cheek when he smiles. Yes, do you think he could help me? Oh, yes. He's such a kind and generous person. Mr. Bigelow? Yes? <laughs> Could you help us, please? Just a moment. Now, what can I do for you, Miss Dunlap? I thought you might be able to help this gentleman. See, I'm trying to find a gift for my wife. Something a little out of the ordinary. For your wife? Hmm? Now, let me see. <laughs> Oh, that's a little difficult for me. I'm a bachelor myself. You needn't be, Mr. Bigelow. <laughs> now, Miss Dunlap, what woman would want a lonely old bachelor like me? I'd appreciate any suggestions. <laughs> well, as I told you, I'm just a bachelor. I live in a little apartment and cook my own meals. I don't have a wife to buy pretty things for. You could have. <laughs> There's some sort of an unusual gift of Valentine. <laughs> I imagine you'll get quite a few Valentines, Miss Dunlap. I'll bet you'll get hundreds, Mr. Piccolo. Oh, you flatter me, Miss Dunlap. <laughs> I won't get any Valentines. You'll get one. I'm the person who won't get any. Will I? I think you will. I'll send each of you one if you just help me. <laughs> Mr. Bigelow, we've known each other for ten years. I think it's about time we stop being so formal. Why don't you call me Jenny? That's my name, you know. Your name is Genevieve. My name is Randolph. My name is Ozzie Nelson. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> you know, my mother's name was Genevieve. Do you think a, a compact would be nice? <laughs> oh, isn't that a shame? There's a loose button on your coat. I could sew it up for you. Would you? It's not too much trouble. Don't be silly. Shall we say... Tonight, about six o'clock. Wonderful. Do you like good music, Genevieve? I love good music. Do you like to walk in the rain? Well, there's nothing better than I, than I like than walking in the rain. Say, galoshes might be an unusual thing. 
you like fried chicken? I, I love it. Do you like to sit in front of a fireplace? Oh, yes. Do you like to go for long bus rides? Oh, very much. Do you like Debussy? Oh, yes. Do you like to walk? Very much. <laughs> Genevieve, there's something I've wanted to ask you for ten years. Randolph, your carnation trembling. <laughs> That's my heart. Would you have dinner with me tonight? After you've sewn on my button? But... Oh, excuse me, Randolph. I think I'm going to cry. Cry, you idiot! Would you please? You see, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. And I'd like to get something unusual for a beautiful lady. Where have you been, dear? Oh, uh, just downtown. Oh, what were you doing? Uh, talking to the back of a blue serge suit. <laughs> I saw a real-life romance develop today, Harriet. Valentine's Day is certainly inspiring. Were you looking for something special? Something unusual, maybe? For Valentine's Day? No. Perhaps I'm old-fashioned, but to my way of thinking, that's a day for a simple romantic gift. Candy or flowers, perhaps. Oh, you can't fool me. In the first place, I know how clever and original you are. And in the second place, Thorny told me. Thorny? Oh, oh, yes. I, I think I do recall kidding him a little. Oh, by the way, he bought Catherine a beautiful box of candy. I'll bet you'll be delighted with it. No, they have some very unusual ones this year. Red boxes shaped like hearts. You're very unconvincing, dear. I don't know what you bought me, but I know it isn't candy. Golly, with this build-up, it must be terrific. Oh, hey, look at the time. I have some work uh, to do. Harriet. Oh, you going to help me with the dishes? Oh, oh, sure. I'd be glad to help you. What do you think I bought you for Valentine's Day? I can't imagine. Honest, it'll be a complete surprise. Uh, just give a guess. Uh, tell me what you think. Oh, I couldn't begin to. Harriet, please, guess what you think I bought you for Valentine's Day and give me the size. <laughs> He's having quite a time. But you know, he's got a point there about wanting something original and unusual. It does make a difference. All the difference in the world. And not just when it comes to Valentine's either. It makes a difference in the clothes, the things you buy for your home. A perfect example is famous 1847 Rogers Brothers. When you buy 1847, you're buying silver plate whose every line, every detail is marked by that feeling for originality. That touch of the unusual. It's the work of men whose freshness of imagination has made them leaders in the field of silver plate design for over a century. Skill and century-old tradition makes 1847 Rogers Brothers the finest silver plate in America. No other can match it. Its beauty and workmanship, its lovely features, stand alone. Only 1847 is so like solid silver. 
Yes, when you buy 1847 Rogers Brothers, you're buying the very best. So look for that year mark, 1847. The one and only 1847 Rogers Brothers. Does anyone know of an unusual Valentine's Day gift? If you do, contact Ozzie Nelson right now. Because he's in a bad way. He's been trying desperately to find one for Harriet, but he's been getting nowhere fast. Yes, Ozzie's in trouble. I'll go further. I'll say Ozzie's in Dutch. Is das nicht ein you in Dutch? Ja, das ist ein me in Dutch. Is das nicht ein worry you? Ja, das ist ein worry me. You in Dutch? Worry me. Talk too much. That I see. Want advice? Would be dandy. Get some nice. Breeze, not candy. Not okay. Not today. who makes his way slowly up Roger's road. Yoo-hoo, Miss Nelson! Hello, Lou. Mr. Nelson, you sound so unhappy. Oh, you didn't get a valentine. No, no, it isn't that, Annie. I've been trying to find an unusual present for Mrs. Nelson, and it just isn't easy. Why didn't you buy her a box of candy? You see, that's just it. Everybody gives candy or flowers. See, I want something unusual and clever. Well, you ought to know, Lou. What would a woman especially like for Valentine's Day? Oh, golly, Mr. Nelson, I don't know. I know what my Aunt Margaret wants. She wants a husband. (laughs) Mrs. Nelson already has one of those. Rather ordinary one, I'm afraid. (laughs) Besides, I can't give her me. Why can't you? What a wonderful gift. You're giving her yourself. You're giving her your everlasting love and devotion. You're her Valentine. You, Ozzy Nelson, what a... Oh, and he Lou, that wouldn't... Wouldn't what? It's honest. Said about Mr. Nelson offering her your heart, your soul. So different, so unconventional. Not a box of candy, not a bouquet of flowers, but yourself. Well, it sounds like I'm trying to save money, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, it's beautiful and lovely. You really think so? Oh, yes, yes, do it, Mr. Nelson. Give her yourself. You know, it's silly, but the more I think of it, the more it sounds like a good idea. In fact, at this point, any way out sounds like a good idea. I'll do it, Emmy Lou. My gift to Mrs. Nelson is on its way. Goodbye, Emmy. Are you going to walk? Well, yes, why? Really, it wouldn't be any bother. I'd be glad to drop you in the mailbox. I'm yours, Harry. Take me. No. Darling, I've brought you a gift. More precious than gold. I rush across the room. I take her in my arms. Is that you, Ozzy? Uh, uh, yes, dear. Harriet, I've brought you a gift. Oh, Ozzy, you shouldn't have. No, 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 listen. <laughs> I've brought you a gift. I don't see anything. Where is it? In your pocket? Harriet, listen, please. I've brought you a gift more precious than gold. Oh, Ozzy, you shouldn't have spent so much money. <laughs> I'm yours. Take me. I've got you. Where's my gift? Ah, <laughs> oh, you are hiding it. Where is it? On your coat? Partly. 
partly under my coat, some of it's in my sleeves, some of it's in my shoes. <laughs> Come on, stop teasing me. What is it? Harriet, it's... Oh, this should be a dead giveaway. Your presence is now on the Davenport. Well, for goodness sake, don't sit on it. <laughs> oh, now, stop teasing me, Ozzy. What is it? It must be something wonderful. Harriet, it's... I'm beginning to think it's a little stupid. Now, if you've gotten it in, now what is it? It's... It's what? It's downtown. I'd better go get it. Hello? Hello, Harriet. It's Mother. Oh, hello, Mother. Did you get any Valentines yet? Yes, Mother. Thank you, dear. It was so nice of you to send it. Well, I tried. I can hardly wait to see what Ozzy's giving me. Whatever it is, he sure has been giving it a build-up. Well, if I know Ozzy, it'll be something clever. He always gives such novel, unconventional things. What are you going to give him? One of those hand-painted ties he likes so much. Oh, Harriet, not one of those with No, that. Mother, this just has palm trees on it. <laughs> I hope he likes it. Well, yes, I suppose so. I'll admit a necktie isn't very original. Maybe I can think of something else. Well, you know the old saying, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Why don't you make him an apple pie? I'll be apple pie. Oh, Mother, that's a wonderful idea. He likes them with a lot of cinnamon piled high with apples, a flaky crust and cream poured over it, and a slice of cheese. Ozzy, is that you? Yes, Harriet, it's me. What's in the package? Oh, I'll bet it's my present. Let me see. Uh, it. Harriet, wait, please. Before you get all excited, this is your Valentine's Day gift. But I'm afraid you're going to be terribly disappointed. Oh, Ozzy, you know better than that. No, I mean it. It's all my fault. Just goes to show you how a guy can outsmart himself. What do you mean? Valentine's Day comes once a year. It's a romantic day. So the average intelligent husband buys his wife some candy and a pretty box shaped like a heart. Or maybe he buys some lovely flowers. But not me. Oh, no. Something extraordinary. I'll stop that nonsense. Whatever you bought, I'll love it and you know it. Would you believe it? there's not a candy store in town that has a single Valentine box left? Well, that's all right, dear. Not only that, the flower shop is practically sold out of everything. <laughs> well, anyway, I... I bought you these. Here, I hope you won't hate me. Oh, Ozzie, don't be ridiculous. Ozzie, how wonderful. A bag of popcorn. <laughs> Ten cents. Oh... And a little bouquet of violets. Thirty-five cents. <laughs> Forty-five cents altogether. Oh, what a beautiful thought. And I didn't even think you remembered. Well, I... Remembered what? Oh, stop making believe. 
After all these years, you still remembered about the popcorn and violet. Oh, yes. Yes, the, the popcorn and, and, and the violets. Yeah. Well, I, in fact, I, I wasn't sure you'd remember. Well, how could I forget? <laughs> I even wrote it in my diary. Our first date, Ozzy bought me violets and a bag of popcorn. I think I like him. Gee, and I never knew it. <laughs> hey, I smell apple pie. Harriet, you remembered. Remembered what? The apple pie. Don't you remember? That is, you remember. Wasn't, wasn't there something? That is, anyway, I know we have some wonderful romantic memories connected with apple pie. <laughs> anyway, I know you've made it for me. Gee, thanks. Well, thank you, dear. I hope it turned out well. Wait a minute. Now I remember. It was the same night as the violets and the popcorn. We stopped over at that little restaurant and bought a big apple pie. Apple pie? Oh, what a wonderful evening. Will you ever forget the moonlight on the lake? I was a coin Remember what I said to you when I gave you the violets? Sweet to the sweet. Then I took you in my arms and I kissed you. You did? <laughs> well, don't you remember? The canoe almost tipped over. <laughs> it was marvelous. <laughs> You're not laughing. I have never been in a canoe in my life. Ozzie <laughs> and Harriet will be back in just a moment. Well, it's happy Valentine's Day at the Nelsons. Gosh, I sure hope I do as well in our house. Well, I think I'm safe this year. My wife getting something she's wanted for a long time. A set of 1847 Rogers Brothers. Hey, that's a tradition that can never go wrong. For 101 years now, husbands have given their wives beautiful 1847 Rogers Brothers. And it's still the thing to do. Now, as over a century ago, 1847 is a gift of love. A gift of shining beauty. A really perfect valentine. Uh, Mr. Jonathan down at the silverware store was telling me something about the 1847 patterns, Mr. Smith. Uh, something about the way they're designed. Yes, sir. Those four lovely 1847 patterns, First Love, Adoration, Eternally Yours, and Remembrance, are designed to suit every woman's individual taste. And in all of them, you'll find those lovely features that mark it undeniably as famous 1847 Rogers Brothers. The open-work knife handles, for example, or the extra sparkle and weight. It's beautiful, all right. And the price is kind of beautiful, too. Hasn't gone up since 1944. No, not a penny. So you see, 1847 Rogers Brothers is a perfect valentine in every way. And when you buy it, remember, it's still the thing as it was over a century ago to own 1847 Rogers Brothers, the finest silver plate in America. <laughs> David. Uh, how did little Eleanor like your valentine? I'm not sure, Pop. Well, you don't think she liked the poem? Well, I didn't send her the poem. I did like you said. Remember you told me about those homemade valentines you used to make? Oh, yes. And she didn't like it? Well, I don't think so. When she passed me in the holiday, she said, hmm, 
some valentine. That's funny. Used to go over big with all my girls. That is, when I was a girl. A boy, that is. <laughs> How did you make it? Well, I did just like you said. I got some tin foil, a little roll of red paper, some lace, a bottle of glue, and a couple of crayons. Are you sure she got it? Oh, yeah, I know she got it. I guess she just didn't know how to put it together. <laughs> Tune in next week to another adventure of Ozzie and Harriet, starring Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Higgins. And remember, America's finest silver plate is 1847 Rogers Brothers. Yes, Harriet, America's finest silver plate is 1847 Rogers Brothers. Appearing in support of Ozzie and Harriet were John Brown, Tommy Bernard, Henry Blair, Janet Waldo, Lorreen Tuttle, and Marvin Miller. Original music was composed and conducted by Billy Mays. This program originates in the Hollywood studios of the National Broadcasting Company and is also broadcast over the Trans Canada Network of the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Burn Smith speaking.